0: Go no studio audience today apparently no no one showed no one showed up we said who wants who wants to come and listen to the recap pod and no one showed up so we're we're doing no studio audience for the uh, it's kind of sad to say this is the final final recap pod
1: of 2019 yeah
0: this is kind of sad this has grown to be just fantastic right this Uh, has been enjoyable I have enjoyed this even though a lot of it has been commiserating and 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 just being so down in the dumps with everything, but it's been, it's been, it's been therapeutic for, for me at least.
1: Yeah. The pods have been fun. And what we found is when we, when the winds are really, you know, easy and the, it's a big blowout or, or whatever, there's less to talk about. So yeah. sometimes the losing is actually great for podcasts
0: there's no, that's definitely <laughs> created th- this year. There has been no shortage of things to talk about. When you think about everything that's happened, the Colorado loss, uh Maurice Washington getting the heave ho. He got remember remember when Uncle Phil would throw jazz
1: <laughs> <out> like that. <laughs> uh, Ma- yeah. Maurice uh he overstays welcome and, and, and uh, Uncle Phil,
0: a K Frost, threw him out of the University of Nebraska. The, or the, the ba-
1: in the Banks so. household, yeah. Uh, Maurice them, was
0: yeah. uh Oh but I mean it's been it's nuts. We're going to have all offseason to do a lot of things looking back. yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You and I are going to sit down and figure out how we want to attack this offseason in terms of podcast coverage of the football team, because it's going to get kind of quiet now for a little bit. You know, yeah. it's like, obviously, Nebraska loses 27-24 to Iowa, so there's going to be no bowl game. you got the early signing period right at, right before Christmas. So and really about – I mean, it's December 1st today. You're going to get – First signing period is the
1: twenty first or something like that. I, like it's. I always forget that. I keep thinking it's just the one. Now oh, they got the yeah. early and then the late. So they these next couple of weeks are huge. Huge. For
0: huge. So I mean, I guess you'll you know we'll have that to talk about. But there's gonna be a lot of looking back. There's gonna be a lot of looking forward. Gonna be interesting to see kind of what happens, and we'll we'll figure out how to cover it all for you. Uh, but. Before we get into the game, because there, you and I have been talking for about 20 minutes before here. There's like a thousand things to get into. I am, I want you to, first of all, I am so, I am sore right now. So I don't know if, I've never been with you for this, but I had the classic flight. So I called a Xavier game in Cincinnati yesterday. We're recording this on a Sunday, December 1st. And Flight from Cincinnati to Chicago gets delayed, so now I have a tight connection in O'Hare to connect to the flight.
1: And you had to sprint. And I had to
0: Kevin McAllister's dad sprint. And I like I'm not when I say I'm not doing the home run trot. Like, but I'm talking. I was. I'm Wandale Robinson sprinting.
1: Yes. And O'Hare, it's a long... You got to go down where that... Uh, it's weird. The, it, the, the long walking escalator yes. is like a mile underneath, right? You're just running. Huge.
0: Yeah. And the one thing... So I knew... There are a couple things that were crucial about my day yesterday before we get to the game. <laughs> I changed out of my suit and into sweats, so that gave me more, oh. more flexibility. So that's number one. Great move on my part. But I made a couple of... Mis- I made a mistake. I had to check... It was a small jet, so you couldn't stow your carry-ons. You know, you have to like tow it, yeah, uh, plane side or whatever yep. it is. And so, so I'm having to wait for my carry-on to to come out. And you're just you're checking your you're checking the clock. It's, it's the winding worst. down. But you know what? I should have been doing during that time stretching. I swear to God, yeah. I, If I had to do it over again, I would have legit just a couple high
1: knees, knees just get it, it warm, get it
0: loose a little bit. Because I'm talking, when that bag came out, your boy was... I mean, I had to like short shuttle, grab the bag, up the ramp, and... Now, here,
1: here's my question. Yes. Were you a bag dragger, letting it roll, or did you just pick it up, man-strength it, and just run it? I did both. I started <laughs> rolling, and
0: I, was, I felt like it wasn't moving fast no, enough. You got it. So then I had to pick it up, but then you realize that sucks and run some about running with it. So I have a backpack and a bag. Some about running with a backpack. It's like you could put a backpack on Barry Sanders and I feel like Barry becomes like a <laughs> horrible runner. And so I did a little bit of both. But all in all I bet I had a 6 minute pretty much full on sprint.
1: Oh, I have actually done it at OHare before, same thing. Oh. And it's a it's unbelievable. You're like you're you, When you're not expecting to go run, it's, it blows your mind. You're just like, I can't believe I'm doing this right
0: I, now. I, I was... There are a couple things. So I made it with like probably four or five minutes to spare. Okay. Like, So I mean, I barely made it. And I was... And then I had the classic, like sat down in my seat, pouring sweat. Uh, and, you know, like because you're not loose. You know it is? When you get to be... Like you and I are... Ba- like you got to get loose. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So my, my, I mean, my... I'm like...
1: Your hamstrings ham, are the ones my, are like... My hammies Oof. are
0: dying. Oof. But... The first thing I thought, one of the things I thought about was, you know what's great special teams work for your return guys? Go run through O'Hare against the grain. Oh. You'll find, you'll set, you'll set things up and cut back and you'll <laughs> use, you know, the the little old lady in the wheelchair as like a lead blocker. And then oh, you yeah. Can,
1: Kick, like, it's like it's like kickoff uh, coverage work too because yes. you got to avoid. You have to avoid. Oh, Man. oh so, so he, here's i've had a I've had it happened twice once o'hare once we were going to the islands somewhere and it was the you flight were, to the islands from north carolina from charlotte we were going to miss it i mean it was like we we're across the airport there was like it was time for the thing to close right this is a thought for people out there that if you ever get in a situation where there's multiple people you got multiple bags i said Take the bag. I gave my bag to her and said, just and I said, take, just get it's there. So and I ran bagless. And oh, I said, yeah. I'm gonna hold the door. <laughs> so I took off and I saw a bunch of there's another family that was gonna catch the same one, and they were all trying to carry bags. And I'm talking, I beat them all there by about three minutes. Oh. But I got there and I said, Hold the door. You know, and then these were ladies. They fit, were they okay with well, it? Well, they were like island girls. They were from oh, Turks. Like, this oh, was Turks. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, man, don't worry about oh, don't nothing. Don't worry about, about nothing. Don't worry drama. about nothing. Just a you just hang here. You want to
0: listen to my <laughs> mom? Yeah, yeah.
1: So they were cool. But I said there's two There's like two families all coming. They said, we'll hold it for you. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Yes. So my wife came like three, four minutes later. She kind of was just like slow trotting with the bags. Right. So I gave my wife the bags, which is not great. But I no, ran. But that's smarter. I ran the same well, thing. What's full better? Sprint. What's better? Like, hey, honey, you run. You no. need And you be I'm you. I'm the runner. Yeah, like, I'm running that thing. And the thought was, just get somebody there to say, Hey, I know you say you got to close now, but just hold it. There are, there's people coming, you know. Oh, so that's man. a thought. If you ever have that, multiple yeah. people, don't see, both don't both run with bags. If you can avoid running with the bag, yeah, just go run. run.
0: That's what. The, so we did something similar to that because Kim and I had a had a flight. We were trying to, get – and I'm talking. I came around the corner to our gate to watch our plane backing. Like oh. you could see through the window, the plane backing up and you are just like the anger there's there are a lot of different kinds of anger there's like uh you know there's uh, there's anger with like your sibling some about your your sibling can make you more mad than like any person on earth there's anger with your significant other there's video game anger yep. that is very but then there's air airport
1: anger is a is a is significant airport anger and road rage anger i think airport anger Might be the worst. Missing a flight like by a minute, and you know your whole day's ruined. Your whole week, you could ruin your whole trip. That's devastating. It's a devastating feeling.
0: Awful. But so the hard part about last night was I was by myself. So I mean I couldn't like. But the thing I felt bad about was the the I was standing next to a a guy that was about our age, and he had his son, and his son was like five maybe. And you know – I don't think he was catching the same flight I was, but he was like – he was prep talk – like, he was like, hey, buddy, we're going to have to run, you know, and all this stuff. And you're just like, oh, God. Five is too young to really know how to just get on your horse. Oh, God. <laughs> quick time out here. I got a 30. I'm going to burn quick. So it was – I was sitting – so it was one of those one of those planes where it was like there was a – like. One there's a one, one and a two. two. Yep. I always go with the one. I ain't trying to be by anybody, dog. Being Who in the
1: one. Anytime you can get a leg out in oh, the aisle, I you're get winning. Get the
0: leg out like you wouldn't believe.
1: I mean, ah! get the leg out in the aisle. People don't understand when you're six. Like you're six two. I'm six almost six four. Yeah. You need the smaller the plane is. Like if you give me in the middle or by the window. Like if you can't get that leg out and just like, then your knees are digging into the seat in front of you and it hurts. You got to go the one. Yeah.
0: So I went the one, but the two was this, this father about seemed about our age and he had his son and they watched, they watched a movie from Cincinnati to Chicago with no headphones. So they didn't like, so they're both watching it. They just had the movie on their iPad going for everyone to hear. Oh, which was interesting the reason it was acceptable is it was a certain <laughs> movie uh, that Nick Ba loves that has Sylvester Stallone in it.
1: Sylvester Stallone, Rocky? Which one? Let me see. Uh, my guess would be the newest Rocky. If it's a father-son, no, four but Rocky four. Okay.
0: Of all the like, so <laughs> so they were like, "You now, you can now, you know, take out your you know bigger." electronic devices homeboy gets out a, a big iPad and fires up Rocky four and it's right at the training montage. Oh, so nice. I'm trying to watch Nebraska film. Cause I got, I'm, I'm watching Nebraska basketball film and I'm just like, can't help but like peek over and like watch, He climbs the mountain and all this stuff. I was like, "Nice call."
1: So you're basically telling me that for the Nebraska game, you're going to call. You're going to have no knowledge of what happened. You're like, and so uh, our player um, Ivan Drago, uh, who Uh, Uh, he's a strong guy. The the game.
0: The the good part is is that the big Frenchman for Nebraska. His last name is almost Drago. It's it's we've heard like five different things, and it's
1: Udraogo. So it's almost you did some research for the the y- game.
0: Oh, I, yes, because he's a druggo. But yeah, I was distracted. But it, it, interesting, right? No headphones. I mean, and they it's were kind bumping, of pumping, hearts on fire, and I kind
1: of will give it to him for that. For if that it's movie, any other movie, any other movie, I'd be like, dude, you gotta, you gotta use headphones. I mean, any
0: other movie, I'd have been like, come on, brother.
1: It's like, like especially if you know, my
0: headphones died. It's a I was equi- like,
1: you know what that's equivalent to. It's like, you know what? I uh, I really want to listen to this album. hope you guys don't mind. Like It's going to be a long flight, huh? I couldn't. Can believe you believe the red eye? from part
0: was, Again, my, so my headphones are dead, so I'm having to listen to a, a game. That's the other thing. I could have turned my game, the sound you, on, but I muted it. You
1: can't put the sound no. on. If and I'm it, listening to music, I'm not going to no. blare music in my seat. I
0: couldn't believe it. But again, like you said, the only movie... And it happened to be at the part where it was like, remember the weird thing about the training montage in Rocky IV is it's back to back. You have you have a, a training montage, and then Adrian shows up.
1: The montage doesn't go as good. He's training, He's but training, not hard but they're enough. They're not
0: feeling like it's going well. Drago <laughs> is just running laps, doing the Versa climber, and taking roids and doing leg extensions. How do you beat a guy that does leg extensions with a
1: machine reading out everything? That's what the, the Russians were into. Now, if you watch that movie, there's no, no boxing. It's basically like tra- who lifts the hardest is gonna win this fight. They didn't practice boxing well, once. No. I don't think Rocky had a sparring no. partner. He did well, he he would do uh just do sit ups and the guy would slap his stomach. Yeah. Did he ever punch? He no.
0: shadow boxed. He would remember they tied the string and he ducked like Uppercut, duck. Yeah, there up. was a so little he worked bit of on that. his duck uppercuts.
1: He was about 10% was shadow boxing, <laughs> 90% crossfit, lifting weights. It was like
0: w- w- climbing a mountain,
1: Drago, Drago's Drago, boxing was running d- on the track and hitting.
0: Hitting a thing, and then 17 <laughs> people with lab coats on would write down numbers.
1: Russian scientists being Russian
0: like, like, very good. Very you, good. You want to punch again? <laughs> I, it, but that's pretty much what it was. So, (laughs)
1: that was that was my night. That's why sore. That's why I simultaneously enjoy that movie and think it's the worst Rocky. I mean, I don't know. It's not the worst, but it's the it's the farthest out there. Like Rocky One is great. It's it's the best one. Rocky Four, I make fun of the most, but it's still an enjoyable movie.
0: It just it is so over the top, like. Pitting Russia versus America and all the stuff with but it. The training and it's just, is
1: just so wrong. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> the
0: training month, But but that's so it just so happened that he turns on the movie with the back to back training montages. Gets, so you got yeah. Hearts on Fire and the other one. What's a, what's the guy what's
1: the other one? It's uh, the burning done. No, no, no. That the whole album is just like a workout. You
0: and I you yeah. and I would listen. Somehow we had that I had that on record yeah. in my basement. I remember that. And I got a... I mean, this doesn't matter what we're we'll looking yeah. Uh so, that, so there you go. So I'm sore. If you're wondering, is Nick sore today? I am. I worked out trying to get some of that out of you this um, morning. But my oh. hammies, I was nervous your boy was going to be with Wanda on the sideline. Son. You can't
1: be afraid to stretch, even I if should, you're at an just, airport. Because remember, who's going to care? You just say, guys, I'm about ready to run. Just go for it. You
0: Okay, so there's the two. N- Nick and Bo travel advice. Yeah. If you need to catch a flight and you got two people, send one bags with someone and designated runner.
1: designate a runner. Yeah, designate the runner. Sincerely, Bo Root. And you got to be honest about it. Some girl might be like, Because if you're married to like Lexi's son and you're like a,
0: you know. 400 pounder. 400 bag 400 pounder Lexi. Like, Lexi, you got it. You're on, girl. <laughs> you run. You okay? got to be
1: honest about who should be running and who shouldn't, yes. right?
0: It's clear you should have been the runner. Yes. In that situation. But so designated designate a runner. You might want to do it beforehand. You know, uh, you, but you start a night of drinking, you might designate the DD. That's You it. start a big travel. Who's the runner? Who's not?
1: Yeah. Once you hear, we de- like, we're running once behind. First deli- the first delay starts, you're like, let the people, they always say, let the people who've got to make the gates go first, stay in your seat. Respect that. Cause you might be there someday. Don't yeah, fake it ever right. there. Don't, don't yeah, act don't like do I got some place to go. If you don't That's exactly let those right. people through. But like, before you even get out to your bags, like you say, who's running? Who's
0: That's down. yeah. You're, cause if, cause if I'd have been with you. We, I'd have made we'd have made it no problem because I wouldn't have had to wait for the bag you know what yeah. I mean like we'd have been fine one person go but I had to it. wait luckily my bag was the third one out and your boy was I mean I was on it I mean on it Ooh, I love second that second bit of advice when you're waiting stretch stretch it out you're welcome America you are welcome alright that's gonna do it for the recap pod Nebraska this <laughs> 27 20 to 4 to how alright Bo Robert Rude <sighs> Where do we start? We are going to start with the beginning of the football game. The brass is not going to win a football game. Craig Sharp. Craig Sharp your Barbecue sauce everywhere on my face. Uh, <laughs> he just puts barbecue sauce on his face. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> his
0: aftershave. His, uh, a, his cologne uh, is just spraying barbecue sauce.
1: Greg, are you shaving your barbecue sauce? What, what's going on?
0: Second down and five, brought to you by Gillette Barbecue Shosh. You want Barbersaw Barbecue Shosh. <laughs> we're going to use a lot of bees today. It's great oh, Sharp for the bees. God, okay. Uh, so we were trying to figure out how we wanted to structure this. I did not think we'd go 15 minutes on Rocky IV and my travel stuff. It but, happens, you know, so.
1: Hey, that happens. People
0: probably need... I hope people enjoyed that. They probably needed a good giggle or two based on what happened this weekend. Um, so we're going to go through the offense broad. Second half going to get more specific, and we're going to definitely get into the final two, three possessions, in particular the final possession, and then get into a bunch of stuff that is a big talking point. So in the first half, do you want to start with the offense or the defense? Because I just want to talk about the – like, we'll do it –
1: Start with the offense because defense is actually was pretty Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. So
0: the offense, I thought – it was weird. So I was traveling to Cincinnati, so I didn't get to see the first half until I got to my hotel in Cincinnati and I watched the entire second half. So it was interesting to watch start the game at the second half. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I finally got to watch the first half this morning, but I had heard the quote from Scott Frost at halftime, where he basically says something to the effect of we're gonna stop offensively, we're gonna stop being so so cute. Yeah. We're getting too cute on offense and and we're gonna go there. And and watching the first half, listen, I'm all for uh you know, giving teams a lot of different looks. I'm all for uh trick plays to a certain extent. But damn, dude, they, the first half felt like, it felt like uh, it was the cheesecake factory of offensive play. It was just like, it looked like Scott Frost wanted to show every formation he has, every play he has, put in every player he could possibly put in, and but the only constant
1: was swing passes that were getting nothing. I guess so let's start with the swing passes. You know, I think usually what... what- what they try to do is, if they feel like they got the the numbers advantage out there, they want to they want to make people cover the whole field. And you know, here's the problem. Th- that's a part of our offense. It's always going to be it's, a part of our it's offense. It's
0: arguably the identity I, of the like the I one don't thing that's care. been a constant every game has been that play, and I hate that play.
1: Okay, well, here's things. I, I don't care. Like for me, like if you want to run that, fine. But like if it doesn't work once or twice, I don't want to keep doing it. Right. So so the the issue with the first half was. First down offense was oh, not right. bad. It was atrocious. It was We'd lose two to six yards every play, and a lot of them were on these swing passes, right? right. So, like I said, I don't care what the play is, but when we keep losing, like, you can't afford to be kill- second and long. Killer. It's a killer. Not with this offense. Not with yeah. our receiving core like we and can't you afford the tempo going yeah.
0: you don't have the receivers to make up for it you don't have the tempo that is a big part of
1: things So so that was unfor- that was an unfortunate sort of decision set that he went that first half was I think in his head he, he thought you know we had success against them a little bit with this last year and he really wanted to make them you know,
0: was that successful in last year's game?
1: Yeah, it was okay. more successful. You okay. know, I think definitely against Ohio State and Iowa, like we we did that well, right? And Iowa tackled and took on blocks unbelievably. So let's give them some credit. Their cornerbacks were were unbelievable. they, on were, their, yeah. they were kicking they were our
0: diagnosing and flying. Yeah, down so
1: and- they were they were shedding blocks on our our receivers. You know, a lot of times we we threw it to stole a bunch and. I saw like you know Spielman couldn't block the you know those guys they weren't able to block these. Cade Warren whiffed on a guy yeah. once. I mean Cade Warren just took the wrong guy once. So we awesome. we did that so many times it was just unfortunate. So like you could say but but I also didn't love that not that we tried it, that we kept trying it when it didn't work.
0: That, that's it. Like I am I don't i I don't love that play. Am I one, am I one of those guys that says never run that play? No, I'm not saying never run that play, but you also have to know when move when to on. just move on from that play. Yep. And to me, it was pretty clear in that first half that play was not working. Uh, the but did you think did you think in general? I guess we'll start with uh, I'll go to this rotating quarterbacks. So we saw that in the first half too. We saw we saw Bedrell come in. We yeah. saw McCaffrey come in. And obviously Martinez was a starter. What did you think of rotating quarterbacks?
1: Uh so to me there's there's two parts to that. The first is that we have such we're lacking weapons so much that they just I think one to bring in a couple guys that could actually run the ball, and those guys happen to be quarterbacks yes. and not running backs. So that's their way of saying get a couple carries away from Martinez to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I, I understand that. It's it's a rare circumstance that we don't have just running backs to give the ball to right now. We don't. Right. Other than Mills. Other than Mills. Wandale couldn't play. Wandale tried, couldn't play. So all of a sudden, we're down to one running back, essentially. And Mills seems like he might even be a little banged up where he didn't want as many carries, and they didn't want to give him as many carries. Um, and two, it was a really smart uh, setup to have the M- McCaffrey. The McCaffrey ended up working. It was exactly what he thought. If McCaffrey's in, they think it's going to be a run. They're going to press the line. And he's going to throw over the top. So it it turns out, and that works for a touchdown. So really it was the best, it was the best package we had put in because it was like, it it set up a touchdown.
0: Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying.
1: What don't you like about,
0: I just am never been a fan. That's the one position I told, we talked about this in September. It's the one position I'm not... You know, and I hear people say, like, oh, Paul pull Martinez for a series. I mean, I'm just not a fan of it. Now, maybe this is the, the quarterback in me. I'm just... I'm not a fan. I think it's a rhythm position. It's a confidence position. And I just... I'm 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 not a, I'm not a huge fan of bringing in a bunch of different guys.
1: Well, I can
0: maybe understand the I can understand the McCaffrey thing because of his ability to run and it ended up working in the second half. We'll get to that in the second half. The Vedral stuff. I mean, you brought in Vedrill to and he threw the ball. He threw yeah. a swing pass. He, he almost threw a pick.
1: Yeah. Like what? I mean, if you're just going to do that, what? Uh, why are we doing? Uh, I, I do like I I understand it a little bit. I do. I, I understand just in the sense of we needed something to give us another look on offense, and bringing in them changes their attitude to to us on defense, which I think is what he was going for. Um, like he brought in our guys that we would say, "Well, they're bringing him to run." He actually brought him in to fake the run to throw. So sure. I think it was like a, it was a, it was sort of gamesmanship.
0: It was more. So I think which, I think, and this is interesting, cause I hadn't thought about this. I think I think what you're saying is it was more. The rotating of quarterbacks was more about just another wrinkle in the offense rather than anything about no Martinez and the quarterback Correct. situation. That
1: was not a, hey, let's give these guys a series. It was, this is a package of plays to give us a little bit of gamesmanship. That's all that is yeah. to me. You know? And my, my issue is this, though. With two minutes left in the game, I didn't love bringing in Oh, okay. McCaffrey yeah, well, that,
0: there. Oh no, we're going to get into that. Okay, we're, we're, so we're that, get that's, a that. Di-
1: that's, that's a that's different to me. Scenario. Yes, than when
0: it was the Show first that half for the second half because okay. there's a lot to get into there. I, I think uh, this is a bad analogy, but I'll use it. I was just trying to think of something. When when you're not a fast food guy, but you see commercials and you're aware of things like. Chick-fil-A is like killing it right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and you know what Chick-fil-A doesn't really do? They don't roll out brand new things all the time. They got their chicken sandwich, it's fucking good. Yeah. And that's what they give people. Burger King on the other hand, it's like they they roll out uh, a vegetarian and, yeah. whopper and tacos and then they got a corn dog and they got like it it seems like and so what when when you when nothing's working, you try to throw everything out there. And I think that first half was a window into how inept Nebraska's offense became at the end of the season because of injuries and a variety of things where it was like, you have to throw out a bunch of different personnel packages. You got to get gimmicky because you can't just line up and do
1: what you do. Well, and you can't, I mean, and this is like I said, no offense to these receivers, but like, Nick, we're playing without somebody that we can throw the ball to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean that like even like you know, like a a guy like Spielman. Spielman's like a number three guy. He's not a number one guy, and this season showed that he's not. He had to be man
0: to man coverage. Kill you. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like he had to become a number one guy this year. He couldn't do it. Right. And so Spielman needs to be the three guy. We need two other receivers and Wandale, and Wandale fits in there where he can. He's our utility, just get him the ball guy. But he's not really like a number one receiver either. He's a scatterback slot guy. So we need one or two other receivers. And and these last couple games really showed like, you know, you got McCaffrey having to go out there and play receiver. Or like that's why he came in at quarterback was we just had to get somebody else on the field to try to use to get the ball. That,
0: to. Because that, exactly. That's it. Like, I, I've always felt like the mark of, I always relate things back to basketball, but the mark of, and this is more of a college thing, obviously, but the mark of a, a team that is just can't defend is they play one through one and they play 2-3 and then they play man and then they play then they'll you got to do what goal. you like, got to do they'll, they'll yeah. just cuz they're just throwing a million things out there to see if to find hopefully something they can scheme their way into having some success
1: yeah i so, Iowa just does what they do and it's not fancy and it's it's they want to play that game and they can right. cuz they've got they've got a system they've got good enough talent to sort of just do what they do and they in games. Right. But like, well, we're not there right now. I, I would say, I actually
0: wrote this down at halftime. And th- this doesn't need to be more than what it, it is, because it is what it is, given the situation. After that half of offense, and you could even say for the second half, it's remarkable how bad the offense has gotten. Like that's a, but let's not kid ourselves. Now, that, this isn't saying, like, I still believe in Frost and all that stuff. I think a lot of it has to do with injuries and personnel and various things. You know, like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying you can be a good, you can be a good coach and just find your losing, all of a sudden, you're, you can be a good poker player and have a losing hand.
1: Yeah, that, that was and, a losing hand, like you're saying, that's a losing hand for personnel, pretty much.
0: Yes, yeah. and so, but so, but that I just because I wrote it down in my I show, like I wrote down, I'm like when halftime because it ends with Martinez throwing the pick, it's like yeah. that's a bad offense, like bad, okay, <laughs> like like I could argue, and you you can people might bristle up this like, of the past decade, it's one of the two, it might be one of the two
1: or three worst offenses. But it's crazy. I think we've had like a, we, we've we gained a lot of yards still. which yeah, is but th- nuts. But, that, but
0: that's that's the point though. Is like but not when, we when scored... I'm taking just the ability to score the football
1: because you got to score. Because you got to score. It. I don't
0: yeah. give a shit about people get two. sort of step. you can show me any step yards per play. What about yards per play? And I don't give a shit about that. Like score. you have to score, and that's taken into account the kicking situation, everything. Like this as this ended up being as bad of an offense. If you take the last 10 years, this is in one of the five worst offenses
1: of the past 10 years. Oh, I mean talent-wise, for sure the worst. Yeah. For sure the worst talent-wise. And yeah, I think the the I so I'd give us credit for manufacturing yards, but we we weren't able to manufacture Points necessary,
0: and ultimate, and yes, and and ultimately that matters. Yes, that's I mean, all that matters. A
1: good offense scores a lot yes, of points and yes. controls the ball. So I, I think you're right there. Um, and again, I want to reiterate, I'm not. This is that isn't a comment
0: crushing fraud. It's more of just the situation that it that they're that not it was. good. It's a young. It's just,
1: I mean, Nick, we didn't have one senior offensive lineman. These are we had all uh, freshmen, sophomore, and juniors. The whole line's coming. Back. I mean, it just.
0: That that my at halftime I I stopped and it paused I was like because it ends on the
1: pick and I was just like woof dude and that was a bad out woof because they they looked better against Maryland but still like they weren't necessarily they weren't firing great. on all cylinders um, but that that was their
0: real quick I mean when did you ever feel like this offense just was humming this year second half Illinois
1: yeah I mean second half Illinois first half. Uh, To a degree, Colorado. Um, Because even Northern Illinois, I know they hung 44, but it was kind of like just... Maryland, they looked good. There was times against...
0: uh, Indiana.
1: There was just... It it would go in just waves. It would go in waves, it'd be good. And then it'd go waves, sometimes quarters or halves, that they'd just be bad. It was like... You get a good quarter, you right. get a good half here and there, but never a full game, just humming, you know? Okay, so let's go to the defense.
0: <laughs> so that's the first half offensively. Defense. Um, you get the reverse touchdown. You get the long run from Goodson, who's... Well, that guy's good, a freshman. Good player. It's a pretty good player. And then you get the kickoff return. So, I mean, really, it was like three plays. Really, so I guess what, I, Give
1: me your... So I, I was watching the outside linebackers closely, and we gave up the reverse, uh, didn't keep contained. I mean, not a play that's hard. At worst, you give up 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Then we have a one where our, we get cut off on the backside, which was clearly like we had a guy outside. You have to get underneath, force him out. Couldn't do it. Long run. Um, and then one other play that we whiffed the tackle from the outside. So we had the, the outside linebackers three times missed plays, and other than that, Both. they didn't do anything. No. It, I mean, the really, uh, I told you before the game, I said, uh, on the last, the, the preview pod, I said, if our defensive line cannot get pushed around, we can do do things. Our defensive line stood strong against those guys, against that offense's running attack. We did a really good job there. Our linebackers, the inside backers, in the run game, I thought they did a really good job. I watched them fly in there. Uh, Miller missed one tackle, but really, other than that, he made some really nice plays. Uh, Mo and and Honus both both made some nice plays, but you know, the safety we had one safety miss a tackle, but really, other than that, it's like I got to give these guys credit. They they played a pretty good game, but they just it was untimely mistakes in the well, first Well, the mistakes half, were catastrophic. You, know? it's you give up, day, yeah, like. like if they don't make those mistakes, you know, we shouldn't always play that game, but man, it's like those are easy it's mistakes. A part of it. But yeah, yeah, I mean it's, the fix. it's it, Iowa had, and this is spilling in the second half, but Iowa had eighteen
0: total yards in the second and third quarter. Eighteen. They couldn't now, do anything. Now Nebraska's defense had issues in the first quarter, obviously, but after the first quarter, and really if you eliminate just a couple of plays, it was it was wasn't awful. Yeah. Um but it, it is amazing. The sequence that just is still kind of tells the tale of this season because it's happened a bunch is, I mean, you get the cam Taylor pick six and, and you feel like the momentum momentum swing, you know, you're like, or not swung, but at least you would kind of stem the tide. Cause if I'm not mistaken, it was, that made it seven, it was 17 to three. That made it 17 to 10 and you get then the kickoff return for a touchdown and it's 24 to 10 and whatever momentum you had was bye-bye.
1: And that's and – to me, that, that kickoff return and our special teams in general, it shows me that our lack of depth oh, is boy. scary. Because the guys that are out there – and I, I don't want to name names because that's just not – that's not the way to, to handle to things. It. But, you know, we got some guys that – no offense to them. They just don't – they're just not Division One, top-tier caliber guys that need to be out there. Like, Nebraska used to have guys that their second stringers could start other places. Sure. And those guys were playing on special teams. Like you had to be a good player to make it on the Nebraska special teams. And now I'm seeing these guys that are like, they're not great players, but we just, we need somebody we need a body out there. And you know what happens? You give up, you give up you kick, kick returns. returns. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't even kick off to people cause you don't trust these guys. Like, I mean, I heard someone that, say in all sincerity on Twitter, it
0: might've been to that like, it, I mean, I think he was half joking, half serious. Was like, would Nebraska have been better off just kicking it out of bounds every, like, I'm not so sure that I know that sounds ridiculous, but it got to the point where Nebraska's kickoff
1: coverage was that bad. Well, we, that's why we were pooching it. we were I mean, pooching it every week because we didn't trust those guys, and that's that's sad. Like that it is that unit. It's I mean, oh the whole special you, teams. You, this you're year telling has me been you can't just, find you can't find 11 guys that want to go cover a kick. You can't find a kicker and and 10 other guys and go cover a kick. I mean, come on. That, I mean, that's, what, what that's are we the, about here? that will tell you a lot. And these special teams, we'll we'll get more into special teams about the big picture stuff yes. later, but. Huge, huge issues there, totally. on, in all all phases. Of that, okay, so. halftime.
0: So twenty four to ten. You have the Martinez. You have the drive at the end of the half. Where Martinez throws the pick. Yep. Felt like in the moment, you were like, Oh man, could not a – I mean, Frost had the quote at halftime as saying, "I hope that's not a backbreaker for us." I mean, but but you know, things felt kind of dire in terms of with that offense. You weren't sure how many opportunities you were going to get to score, and you had
1: a chance to really seize momentum. At least maybe get three out of it, and then you're going to get the ball to start the second half. Uh, so getting the ball helped, but I, I didn't have a lot of confidence going in that second half. So so what happened after that surprised me because right. I'm telling you I didn't have a lot of confidence. So
0: let's get into, and I kind of wrote down. I'm going gonna, gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to hammer through certain okay. possessions, and then the big stuff we'll stop and talk about. Okay. So Nebraska gets the ball to start the, the second half. They go three and out. They get a running into to the punter to get the ball back. And they go three and out again. So (laughs) so they punt it. And this is where Nebraska's defense, I mean, for for the rest of the game, except for the last possession, Nebraska's defense was stellar. So Nebraska's defense forces a three and out. Iowa's got a punt. Here comes the possession where you insert Luke McCaffrey. You get the play we talked about where – Everybody's expecting run. They press the line, pop it over the top, touchdown, Spielman. You were at the stadium. I, I'd imagine the juice in that stadium had to have been crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was it – was, I mean, you could feel things turning back our way. The juice was turning. So it's 24-17 to
0: 17 now. Here comes Iowa offensively again. Nebraska forces a three and out. Three and out. Mm-hmm. So the place is now – I mean, it's like, here we go. Pause for a second. Take me back to the moment because Coogler and Millen were talking about it. I know I was thinking about it in the moment. Did you think after McCaffrey had just thrown the touchdown pass that the next offensive series you'd see Martinez back in at quarterback, or did you think it would be McCaffrey? And there's what you thought would happen and what you wanted to have happen. What did you? I
1: guess I never thought for a
0: second. You never McCaffrey. thought for a second. That McCaffrey. No. Okay. No. So you so you fully expected Martinez to there was yeah even,
1: because Martinez other than the pick it, the the whole game felt like it was swing passes which is not really on Martinez right yeah. like but the, he hadn't played well no he hadn't played well but he also hadn't like he hadn't thrown three picks you know if you have sure, three sure, picks sure. and yes, McCaffrey yes. does that it's different I, you know I,
0: I, this is where I was and this isn't I I thought. Is it a, I'm not going to be one of those guys, like not even a discussion. I mean, it's a discussion, you know, like McCaffrey had just thrown a touchdown pass and Martinez hadn't done shit up until that point. But in the moment, I thought like, if I, if, if, if I'm standing next to Frost and he goes, Nick, get your hands off my guns. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, Scott. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Wait, hold on. You need a gun massage here, Frost, before maybe that'll be called for Oh, sorry about that, coach. Uh... If he'd have said, should I go with Luke or Adrian? I would have said go with Adrian. Yeah. So I'm not going to be disingenuous and say otherwise in the moment. Because guess what happens? They had a pretty good series. Mm-hmm. Martinez converted a third down with his legs. Um, converted a fourth and six with a pass to Warner. Yep. And then Wyatt Mazur scores uh, the touchdown run to tie it at 24. So the reality is, it wasn't like they... A lot of people are going. How do they not stick with McCaffrey? Well, Martinez came in and Martinez made some pretty good plays in that series. And Nebraska scores to tie the game. Yeah. So now it's twenty-four to twenty-four. End of the third quarter. Stop for a second. Nebraska dominated that quarter. Hmm. Fourteen zip in that third quarter. Total yards one thirty-one to seven.
1: Surprising, especially being a third quarter, which has been our the Achilles a- heel this year. The third quarter.
0: Ass kicking in the third quarter. And I'd have to imagine the place was just. Uh, the stadium had to have been pretty electric heading into the fourth quarter. We almost couldn't believe that we were in that position. Because I'm
1: with you. I mean, the way the, way the first half went, the, I, just the way the offense had looked, I'm like, I don't know how they're going to score. Yeah, you and know? I, and that's, that's something telling about this team where. And we'll discuss this more later. Like, how much improvement did they make right. this year? Because this that second half makes me question. You know, it's like wow, they they did some things that I thought they weren't able to do yet. I mean, they did like they like let's call like it is, and we'll get to. I mean, Nebraska killed Iowa in the second half. Yeah, killed
0: them. But their issue still had them lose the game. But okay, so now we're picking it up in the fourth quarter. Nebraska forces. Another three and out, and this is where punting becomes crucial. Mm-hmm. I Nebraska forces a three and out. Iowa has a pretty good punt that punts Nebraska. I forgot the word. It was like inside the fifteen yard line. Yeah. Nebraska goes three and out and has a bad punt. Yes. And Iowa takes over at the Nebraska forty-five. So now all of a sudden. The, it felt like the whole second half that
1: it was played, yeah.
0: and I like it, that. It,
1: that's that field position stuff that you don't think about during the week at all. You don't think about how that's going to affect the game, but that's huge. Huge. And our offense, like when we're inside the ten or fifteen, we all of a sudden go super vanilla, and we're not good when we're super vanilla. No. So, so
0: Iowa takes over the Nebraska forty-five. Iowa finally gets its first first down of the second half at the 739 mark of the fourth quarter. Hmm. Just, just for a second, let that sink in. Yeah. Iowa got its first, first down 739 mark of the, of the fourth quarter, but Nebraska stands, stands tough, forces a punt. And this is where another huge mental mistake. Now it might not have mattered, but you never know Iowa punts, and J.D.
1: Spielman downs the punt at the two-yard line. You know, this is the second time he's been inside the five-yard line or something. Yes. Touching punts. And uh, What's, I, I have no idea what he's thinking. What is he doing? I, I don't know. I, can I just say it? He's not a good punt returner. Like, I don't care what anyone said. Like He's returned punts he, for touchdowns, and he never – the amount of times he actually catches the ball – is not much. And he's his, not a
0: good part. He, okay, he, what he fumbles it
1: and he's fumbled it and he's not made good decisions on.
0: Yes. The he's not a good decision maker with when to catch it. When not to, he's really not that electric when he has the ball. No. I mean, his one touchdown. I mean, does he have one or two? He's had one, I think,
1: in We had one year. against South Alabama. One each year, I think, last two years. I mean,
0: and the one against South Alabama was like one of those ones where he caught it and the wall was set and it yeah. was like, no, nah, I don't want to take it. But, like, he's not – like that's a
1: part of, like, they need to find a better punt returner in my opinion. I just want somebody that's a better decision maker. Because, because he, he needs to catch huge... it more. Because there's been 10 times this year that he just doesn't catch it and it rolls for 30 yards or, or something. Or, like you said, for whatever
0: reason, he, he – catches it make at, them, like the five. You
1: gotta make them make the play. Like you can't because down yeah it there form. were a lot of
0: hot kind of surrounding him but you never know. It's a football that bounces crazy Yeah maybe they get it.
1: in the one inch but maybe they miss it and it goes in. Like and th- those so are plays. so
0: here's the thing is so Nebraska then takes over at the two. So the reason these punts are important is because Nebraska kind of had some mojo and like you said, all of a sudden Nebraska's got their ass penned against their own with their own mm-hmm. end zone in their back and they they can't let the offense rip. So they would go three and out punt. And then with taking over the two, they go three and out and punt. Yeah. So again, these are where special teams and decision-making
1: and different things are enormous. Yeah. If you would have told us in that, after that first half, if you had said, guys, in the fourth quarter, the game's going to be tied and we're going to give you two straight series with the ball and a chance to take it in. We would have been like, there's, it's not possible. You, you can't be that kind to us. You can't be that giving where we have that chance, and we did get that chance. Yes. And we just couldn't do it. Couldn't do anything.
0: So, again, special teams rearing its ugly head in a variety of ways. Yeah.
1: And Iowa special teams that's doing a really good but job. But let's give credit to Iowa. That's what they do really well, and no they've doubt. done it really well for a long no time. Doubt. They sacrifice flash. They sacrifice, you know, for where, where they don't have as much talent. They do those things well. At a high level. Which I hope we can learn a little bit from them. We need to do some of that stuff better, too. So, Nebraska, like
0: I said, three and out. Punts. Nebraska's defense stands up again. Yep. Forces a punt, and it's the pooch punt that goes out of the end zone. Touchback. So, here comes Nebraska at the 25-yard line. 432 left. Nebraska, three and out. <laughs> Punt. And you're like, oh, you're kind of like, wow, how many – like at that point you're That's thinking – That's the third That's, then, third. Yeah. That's the, the third, third opportunity. Time. You're like, how many opportunities is Nebraska going to get yeah. the ball back tied? And, you know, the defense has got to be going, come on, man. Like yeah. we're, we're giving you every opportunity in the world. So Iowa takes over. And there, they they get a long run down the down the Iowa sideline, and now all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, they're in field goal range. And what happens? Fumble, strip, fumble. I thought it was. I think it was Colin Miller that got he ripped it. it. Ripped, his ripped hand it out. Up. Yep. Unbelievable play, unbelievable swing, and it is at, So strip fumble recovered by Cam Taylor. Nebraska gets the ball back. A And at this point, you had to have been thinking what I was thinking, where you're like, okay, it just feels like it's Nebraska's day. For once, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, how much? Like, it's Nebraska's day. When, When Colin Miller gets the strip, they get the ball back. So here we go. Let's get in depth. 24 24, tie game. Two minutes and 32 seconds left. Nebraska has all three timeouts left. Iowa has one. At the very least, you kind of are thinking, like, worst case scenario, this thing goes into overtime. Yeah. Like, at the worst case scenario. So, Nebraska runs a play, gets a, a one yard game. Here comes Luke McCaffrey on second and nine. Bringing in Luke McCaffrey, it was an unorganized mess. Because yeah. we'll get into, I just want to get into the, the nuts and bolts of it. It was unorganized. You had different guys running in and out. The whole, the, the whole sequence, the, the, it took 35 seconds off the clock just to get yep. Luke into the game and snap the ball. Yep. Then it's a long developing play where, where they try to run the same thing that they ran in the first half and Luke scrambles and you get then the block in the back and the play ends with a flag with a minute left. So in totality, that whole sequence took 50 seconds off the clock, and it's second and 19 with, and you get a 10-second runoff, so it's 50 seconds left. Yeah. So let's pause for a second. You brought it up earlier. Hated bringing in Luke there. Hated it. 24-24, 24-24, that's a tough spot. And then it's at the just, end of the day, did you— It's a
1: weird rhythm. It's a weird rhythm to try to bring in a different quarterback at that— like, that's the two-minute offense where you're bringing in a, a, a freshman quarterback. Even though, Luke, I think they trust him, it just seemed like I was like, really? I was like, Ooh. I couldn't believe when he trotted in. I just thought— And Oof. then the other thing, too, was, I mean, did did Frost think they were going to fool him again? Uh, but I, I think there was also a short pass that was there. Like there was a. a, a I think Frost mentioned the, in the post game that he had somebody in the flat. Like he ran out. The flat guy was there. Maybe it was a five or ten yard pickup, right? Right. Like they may have bailed on it, and that was open. So maybe that's part of the part of the thought. The, poc- the package. So, I guess, but like I, I think that may have been there. But it's also just like you're putting the ball. In a guy's hands who hadn't been in the game but to, to one me, play.
0: See, to me, I think that my my one of my issues is going back to after he threw the touchdown and they went back to Martinez. If you if you go back to Martinez at that spot, I don't understand how you go to McCaffrey with a minute left in the game with the game tied. You I know what I'm saying? Like uh, either either McCaffrey's the
1: guy and he should have came back in. I I just didn't love it. I I didn't love it. Be just.
0: It, yeah, I, it, it, it is just, what it is. Like it, it's, again, it, it goes down, it is, but like, it goes
1: down to this. It goes down to that's where Martinez gets the ball. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like Martinez, if he's our guy, you got to let him win the I mean, game. That whole there. sequence fucked up the last series. Well, and here's the thing: is like no, no offense, but like, like you give Martinez the chance to make it or break it, and even though McCaffrey was in there, it became kind of a goofy play, and then we got the penalty, which. The penalty is so killer in so many reasons because then all of a sudden it led to the next play, which cost us which the game potentially. The game. So, so, then so so in that penalty too, it's a, here's the hard part of that penalty. The guy's dumb enough to make that penalty when he didn't need to. But I'll give him this. He was trying to not yeah, get he tried the penalty. To, yeah,
0: yeah, right.
1: But at the same time, you, can't you leave, don't even have it to go near. Yeah, yeah. You, you shouldn't even leave it up to chance when it wasn't even a part of the play. So – those things all like to me. Frost got punished. His team got punished on the next two plays for bringing in McCaffrey and doing that. It it
0: it went from and and Martinez even said afterwards because then the, okay let's just the next play Martinez scrambles <laughs> and instead of staying in bounds he runs out of bounds so Iowa saves yeah. their timeout and the hard part Martinez said I was I was in attack mode yeah it, and it's the hard second part,
1: down so it, remember it's, that yeah. it's second and twenty so
0: but but here's the problem is. This is why the whole sequence was such a killer is Nebraska was in attack mode, but because of bringing in McCaffrey and what ensued and the amount of time that went off the clock, yeah. Nebraska then went into playing for overtime. And that's a hard
1: thing to switch because it is still second down. Right? And but
0: Martinez. Uh,
1: yeah. And if we have better receivers, we probably are still Trying to in p- attack mode, but because we're not, then then it's, okay, we're, we're calling the safe play, which is to run the clock out, quarterback draw, right? Which is the right call, I think, in that situation. Mm-hmm. With our team, that's the right call. Yes. Now, here's where I'm at a dilemma with myself. Do you blame Martinez or do you blame Frost? Is it Frost's responsibility to call a timeout and say, Adrian, just so you know, I don't know if you've thought about this, we're playing to try to you know run this ball and get a big chunk and go down and bounce there's no going like do you have to say that as a coach I, I don't know I, I, I don't know if you do I really don't because I, I kind of think you should know it but it but the fact never that he was, didn't right means that he didn't know it
0: yes you can so, blame you can right you can blame Martinez but ultimately the buck stops with frost in making sure Everyone's on the same page with what they're doing. Yeah,
1: so so I've been going back and forth on that and, and I don't know I don't know who yeah. who I more blame, but in the end, in the end it does go to Frost because he's responsible for conveying the because, message.
0: Because just think about in a in a in a short in one play, Bo, Nebraska went from foot on the gas, green light, trying to score and win the game, to Fifth. yellow light, pump the brakes, get to overtime. And, and I'm just telling you, it's easy to sit on your couch and process these things. Sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment and you're the one that w- did have the green light and we're punching the gas, it's not that easy to yeah. to, ra- to ratchet it back. And, so, and I do if we,
1: if we don't get the penalty, you know, because that changed everything. Because then it's third and six, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, a sec, uh, yeah, third and six because that would have been second down. Because you got like a
0: three-yard... G- yeah. yeah,
1: so it's third and six... Instead of second, so I mean, we probably we stay in attack mode. Then we we're, we're trying to pick up the first down. But, but
0: yeah, so uh, here's the thing: is and we do this all the time. Of like, I talk like we always want to play the blame game and like make sure someone. It's like it's everyone's fault. Frost has to make sure everyone knows. Martinez has got an. Everyone, it's just everyone's fault. They you know? should both know. They like, gotta know.
1: They should have both known those things without being told. Martinez should have known, and Frost should have known to tell him anyway. Yes. Period. That's probably the best answer. But you know what, like. That was the story of our year. Like, we, we do a lot of things actually better than most teams, and then we do those little things to win games. We did them at an unbelievably bad level this Awful. year. Awful. Like, little, like just little, you know, little football awareness like that. things that we were it, like, mm. How that game didn't get to overtime. May not have won in overtime, but. But
0: how it didn't at
1: least yeah. get
0: to overtime is remarkable. Yeah. Remarkable. Okay, well, so then, then Nebraska runs Wyatt Mazur. Iowa calls timeout. Uh, and Punt with 40 it. seconds left, Nebraska punts. So Iowa gets the ball at the 26-yard line with no timeouts. Yeah. Now, this is, again, where it's like as much as you want to – like the defense got to stand up here, you know. But at the – and so so here's the thing. I thought Nebraska got a little lucky – on the overturn of the catch, no, a little catch. lucky. That was, I mean, really lucky. And I don't explain to me how, how on earth? Two part question. How does anyone get behind anyone? And so, then how does JoJo Doman get one on one with a wide receiver?
1: So, so this is this is my this is my first reaction. Was I was watching them and everybody's still pressing up Their You know, safeties are like ten or eleven yards deep, and I'm going. Okay, they got no timeouts, right? So all you got to do is let them catch the ball, you know, 10 yards or less. Like, they just can't get to, like, field goal range. It's really all you're trying to do. And they got to, like, yeah, the clock will stop on first downs. But it's also, like, you got to make them catch the ball and try to do something and not make a mistake where when we're pressing up on the line – even though there was like there was time, there wasn't that much time with no timeouts. Seconds that like, goes fast. So you, like, I would have been in some sort of really like guy, like three guys just, deep, and let everything underneath and in the middle, and you rally and you tackle and you make them run up. Like, just use time, use time. You don't let them throw it over the top I just twice.
0: And granted, it ended up being no harm, but they were lucky. I mean, they were lucky that that thing got overturned. But I just couldn't believe when Stanley unleashed that ball. And you saw that a Hawkeye had gotten behind Nebraska, and it yeah. was
1: JoJo Doman. I mean, you're just like, how? It's a linebacker. It's a line. So how? So it's like, that they're, is they're, just, they, to me, it looked like we were running the same our normal coverage schemes, it's where you got to have the the you know your prevent defense and the keep them in bounds defense, which is like you guard the sidelines in deep and everything you know ten yards or less, you give it all up. And what happened was. I think we were run, we finally were running a zone but we were like it was one of those zones where like it it just felt like we were we were still guarding regular down and distance it wasn't like we were sitting back right, forcing the, them underneath right. like they ran right by us and like yeah, because we're, there were seams like you know we we were rushing four maybe you rush 3 and add to the coverage and you know I I just it was another one where it, it looked like we were a team when it got down to two minutes where it's like oh we don't know what we're doing in two minutes yep that's what it looked like to me and that that's sad to see
0: that is it's it's it totally because then second and ten they flush Stanley he throws it away yep okay third and ten 19 seconds left. they're still at the 26 yard line <sighs> again 19 I mean, 19 19 seconds left you get a 22 yard completion and you were pretty fortunate that it wasn't that cam Taylor wasn't flagged for targeting yeah. You can kick and scream about the rule or whatever, but pretty fortunate. Yep. So, again, Nebraska really caught two breaks with reviews.
1: Yeah. so Got to make one stop is all you got. One, one stop.
0: stop. So now it's first and 10, 13 seconds left. Ball at the Iowa 48. Hit the tight end over the middle for 22 yards down to the 30-yard line. Mm-hmm. Then there was, and I don't know what you, there was the scrum where the officials – stopped the game to they stopped because was nebraska trying to like not allow iowa to get on the ball i don't know I it was a weird thing where it just yeah. was weird where you know because i was trying to scramble up to the line to spike it and the the officials stopped the game then told the officials or told the clock operator put one more second on the clock to seven seconds yeah. and then stanley spikes it
1: i mean they in the end they they made those plays our defense played Really well, other than the three, two or three plays in the first half, and then two passes, or you know, basically two passes in the right it's there, right there in the, the, end of the game. And it's not good enough to win. Like they didn't, and it's been the story all year. Like they make the plays when it doesn't matter as much, and they don't make the plays when it matters. Yes. When so it matters, you can feel our guys that's- getting tense. Because I feel it. I'm tense. I'm like, oh man, here it comes, and it comes. Right. They make the play.
0: Because, again, you, you, you hit it. So then Nebraska – or Iowa bangs the field goal, ball game, 27-24. Yeah. And, you know, you, you said it. It once again felt like Nebraska was in position to win a game and it, they kind of threw up on themselves again. And for all the di- – you can talk about a bunch of different things about the first two years under Frost. And, uh, reasons why things haven't gone well, uh, that, that are totally valid. I think more so than anything else, the, the thing that is the biggest detriment to frost is the fact that in the first two seasons, Nebraska is three and nine in games decided by seven points or less. And the reality is, a lot of them—not all of them—but a lot of them feel like some of it is on coaching. Some of it feels like it's lack of management, bad, uh, bad play call, whatever. But some of it feels like a well, uh, like a, a if you got if you're well coached, you find a way to not be three and nine.
1: Yeah it's funny i i think we are there's a combination of our awareness right now as a, as a as players and even as a staff awareness is not high right now and so that that's on the coaches more than as the players now from the player side though i i don't see a whole lot of clutch play either totally so yeah so it's I, it's a it's, a, that, it's that's, always
0: a it takes two to tango it takes two to tango yeah. and
1: i see I mean, it out of both of them i mean you know you know, I, I've played with a lot of guys who are clutch, and a lot of guys who aren't clutch. Like you know, and you know the difference. Like the guys that when they're when it's time to make the play, God, those guys always make it. Like those are the clutch guys. Um, basketball is a great, you know, um, a great sport. Example to yeah. show because like some guys are just like okay, it's the last couple minutes of the game. They start making the plays. They start like stepping up, and then you got guys that they just go, oh my God, I hope I don't have to play in those moments. You know, I and think- we got too many of those guys where they find a way to just blow the coverage or not think, not think, what can't we give up here? You know, those are the thoughts we need to have. See, that's and the thing. I just don't see those guys out there talking and being like, and, and almost overemphasizing, all right, here it is. Take that. Right. You're not getting here. You can have that. It, that's what it should feel like yes.
0: sometimes. I think, so And this is more of a college thing for college football and college basketball. Because you see it in the, the NCAA tournament is the ultimate example of this. It's the old Bob Knight line that I think is just great. Stupid loses games, loses more games than smart wins. Yeah. And there are so many times where Nebraska just makes stupid plays, and, or stupid decisions. And, a lot of this, and it and again, it is what it is. But some of this stuff, because you've said it, we've all said it, you do have to remind yourself that this is a young head coach and a young staff where they've only been, I mean, this this staff has only been together for four years. This is Frost's fourth season as a head coach. And you know what? It kind of like at the end of games, it kind of looks like. A, like it
1: looks like that,
0: and I don't mean that to be negative because it no, is no, what it is. Nick,
1: like it's it's not negative. It's it's accurate.
0: It's just I I don't mean like I want to make sure I'm not meaning that to be like a a.
1: No, you're not being I'm critical. Not, just, you're you're being. Look, here's the thing: is is those guys are young coaches. They're all young coaches. Yes, and. I mean if we're getting into big picture long-term talk like this 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 is what has to happen like these coaches have to grow the they've got to have to improve and grow they have to understand I think they're all good at what they do I which agree. is I can coach my position I can uh I, I can you know bring energy bring excitement like totally. help build I can culture steam, I can all, yeah like but th- this this team's mo now is they don't they don't play complete games, they don't manage the clock, and they don't handle end of game situations intelligently. Well. And yeah. Well. Yes. And red a little bit of red zone's been an issue too. Yeah. Right? But really, more than anything, it's been that end of the game, you know, big picture how we how we manage a game, how we sort of start to finish take care of things. That, that's really where they got to figure out okay, w- we're doing this and we act like we're, w- we work on two minute every week, but what we're doing is not extensive enough. Like they're going to have to make, go over and above what they're doing and make improvements there. Because until we do that, it really doesn't matter who we bring in because we're never going to have team guys that just erase that. Right. Like some better that's players true. erase some of that. You never get it put in those positions. Sure. And at Central Florida, they just sort of didn't have to deal with it. But don't if your think.
0: plan is to blast
1: everyone, that ain't happening. You that's have the point. to be good in close games. We got to manage this stuff better. It's got to be better managed. And and, and and so that that's the part that's. I think that this season, this season has, you know, and we go, we'd go, kind of, we weren't sure all the time it would seem that way. We wanted, and then you'd play better and it'd be managed better, but then. If it keeps coming back, you know that in the end, that's how this season was. That was yes. the story of it, and that's what has to get better for next year and the year after, or or it's not going to work, right? So you got to do that better. Like it has to be better from the coaching staff and transferred to the team, like that. We got to be more aware. We yes. got to be a more aware, more disciplined team. And then you know what? If we can get some better players and we can keep building the culture, like. The future looks I, bright. I, I think, you know, because, again, we'll, recruiting is super
0: important and bringing in some studs and all that stuff, all that matters. Like, they got to get better players, but the coaches also have to get better too. And yes. if, I were the, if I were the staff, and I'm sure they do this stuff, you know, like, but you know, what, you know what they should do is they should take, so three and nine in game side with seven points or less, they should sit down as an entire staff And watch the final quarter of all 12 of those games. And I'm talking thoroughly, thoroughly. Peel it back, dissect it, play-by-play of everything. Because I'm just telling you, over the next two years, there's going to be 12 more games just like that. And we can talk about Wandale Robinson and... Big bodied wide receivers that can win downfield and pass rushes, da, da 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 da, and it all matters. But ultimately, what is probably going to sink or swim the next two years is what happens in the next 12 games where it's a close one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I almost think, you know, I think we're making those strides like, you know, in the weight room are stronger. You know, I I think we've started to get more better players, you know, especially last year's class. There's a few good, good players in there, uh, and they're more our type of guys. And I, I do. I think there's a lot of things we're doing right, and there's a lot of things that these guys are saying, hey, we feel like things are better. But those little details right now, they, they it costs us four games. Yes. You know, we won five. I mean, Think both. about that. Both. Like, all of a sudden, you can say what you want about our team, but if we win nine games what What's yeah, the eight whole, or nine the whole, games? I mean, this was an easy, easy schedule. Like, we should have won eight games.
0: that That's just, I mean, you look at it, it's like, I mean, the the, the game, the season really hinged on the Indiana game, the Purdue game, and the Iowa game.
1: Yeah. Colorado's a giveaway. And Colorado, Colorado's a giveaway. Sorry,
0: Col- Colorado, like, those, like, and so you can have all the same issues, but if you are better in those moments, I mean, if Nebraska's six and six instead of three and nine, maybe everything feels different. I know it would feel different.
1: Cause it, it was almost like if we win that game, it would feel different. So People were ready to just be like, look, we turn- we've turned the corner if we beat Iowa. So
0: so I think I think sometimes that, that was one thing I wanted to really talk like, cause I just think as much as we want to talk about scheme and this and that and players and recruiting and all that stuff, like. This is this is huge. The 3 and 9 in games decided by 7 points or less is in all reality the whole reason why Nebraska is feeling the way it's feeling right now.
1: Yeah, it's so much to, you know the, the Riley era felt like we were just like getting pummeled for yes. a while there. You know, and, and even last year at times, like even
0: though like what's weird is Nebraska last year lost at a last second field goal at Iowa, but like it felt like Iowa pushed Nebraska around that whole they game. They did too. And and that's where you'd be like, has progress been made? It's like, well, I turn on the film of last year's Iowa game and this year's Iowa game. And last year, Nebraska got, got punked and pushed around.
1: This year, they didn't. Same, same with Wisconsin. We got same punked with, last like, year. This year, we didn't. Um,
0: now, they got the only game they got punked, they got physically punked against Minnesota.
1: Yeah, they did. Then, they did.
0: But and then Ohio State was more just like I mean that's almost like Minnesota
1: what, was our our biggest lapse I think where I think we Minnesota, just didn't sh- yeah. that was the only game that we didn't show up for and that that started a, a bad trend you know I, I think that that sent our season down the wrong path and that sent Minnesota's to of the, the right, right path yeah, yeah Minnesota exactly right hadn't played well and we sort of were there yeah, we were their punching right bag game. to get yeah. right that that was one that really that was one I will say. We didn't show up at all. The other, then you know, the Indiana Purdue ones, we just man. I'll tell you what, we just it, it just felt like st- st- that was a stupid mistake game, yes. not a not a get not. There wasn't a physical. That wasn't a physical loss. That was a mental loss. Yes. Um, and then Wisconsin was probably the same thing. That was not a physical loss. That was a mental loss. Ohio State was physical. They're better than us. Yes, couldn't do anything. We we were ready mentally. I think Colorado
0: felt like a mental loss to me. Mental loss
1: that game. I mean. So most of these are mental losses. Yeah,
0: so, so I just, as much as you want to talk about the, the, you know, the physical roster of, of raw talent and personnel, that there is a factor of that that exists. There, the mental aspect and the intangible aspect and all that stuff is, is a huge part of the equation
1: moving forward. Yeah. And um, where do we want to go next? Do you- uh, I think, I mean, I Nick, okay, we, we've, we've talked kind of what the coaches need to do. I think the two things we got to look at is where are they at with recruiting and quarterbacks? That's Those right. are the two going let's into the next talk year. About the,
0: Let's talk about the quarterback situation. Okay. Because I think that is the fascinating thing now. Yeah. Because it feels like, and I wrote this down in my notes during the game. It really feels like, and I'm am I am am I being over the top here a little bit, but – it sure feels like everyone has turned on Martinez and everyone's all in on Luke McCaffrey now. Which I, I'm listening to Big Rail Reaction. I'm 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 looking at Twitter. You know, you you read stories and it just it feels like and when the when that when the tide turns against you, it's tough. Tough to get it back. Martinez went from the golden child to the stepchild. Yeah. And so people are talking about an open competition, which you know what? I think it's probably going to be. And here's the thing. If you, uh, I'll say this and I'll let you talk, sorry. If you're one of those people that is clamoring for an open competition and you're, you're wanting to see the quarterback situation change, I think that has to be based more on Martinez's struggles than citing anything concrete with Luke McCaffrey. I hope I'm saying that right. Like, Guys, 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 guys. Luke McCaffrey is yet to sit in the pocket and make a motherfucking throw. Let me repeat myself to everyone out there that is chugging the Luke McCaffrey Kool-Aid. Cuz I like the kid too. We've sung his praises. He's a gamer, he knows how to play. There's an energy about him that is real. All that stuff yeah. I acknowledge. This dude has not sat in the pocket and made a throw. And let you guys and and, and a lot of people want to just hand him the keys to everything and think he is the answer. Yeah. I don't understand that. Now if you want to sit here and talk about all the issues with Martinez, that that is more of a concrete thing that everyone can sink their teeth into conversation as to why this quarterback situation needs to be addressed and opened up. Yeah. That's how I see it. How do you I mean cuz I guess how do you see it?
1: It's funny. I I'm a I've been a Martinez de- defender all year and I'll continue to be because I I think he's the most talented guy we have. Um there's no doubt, Martinez I, I don't even want to say regressed. I don't even know if that's the right word. He's in his own way. He's not playing great football right now. That's so a, yes. um he 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 hasn't lost talent. He has had a bad year, a full bad year of football. like this is his year of struggle, and there's got to be something we don't know. That's part of it. I, I've been on this receiver thing from the first game. I think his receivers aren't good. He doesn't know who to throw it to. He doesn't – he looks heavier and slower this year. Uh, and and I don't know what it is, but nothing's been in sync, and his confidence has been lacking. And, and I've, I've noticed in, a, in another area, too, that the little swing passes, the little screen passes, the little touch things that he made every time last year – they're all getting tipped. He's missing like he's missing the easy ones a lot of times too where I'm just like, you know, just it, it just he's not sh- as sharp as he normally is. I totally agree. I cuz that's the thing is like
0: I would have classified him as an accurate thrower last year and I would have a hard time saying after this season that that guy's an accurate thrower of the football. It was like he was off for a year. For a full season. And so, and that's the thing that's hard. It's, like, it's not like, this isn't one game. This isn't one quarter. This isn't one half. This is 12 games. Yeah. And I think there are a couple of things. I think, number one, I'm totally with you. He looks heavy. Like, he, he looks like 15, 20 pounds heavy
1: to me. Yeah, and this is his first real, you know, he came off the surgery in high school. Um, it was probably a little light last year. And this was his first off season, you know, putting weight on, hitting the weights, and you know, coming in the season, they go, oh, "Hey, our quarterback looks like a like a full grown man now, which is good." But when you saw him move, you go, "He he doesn't uh, have the same." I'm, and here's here's the thing: it's like, it, and I, if anybody wants to know what that feels like, if you're seeing those like uh, those workouts vests, yeah. those 10, 15 pounders, like cool. go put that on and then go run around a little bit. Like you still are, you still got a you little, got a little like, bit. But it's just not the same. It does. It's not quite as, you know, explosive. You know those few runs where he had where he just couldn't quite get to the next gear and get. You know, if it was a twenty-yard run, it should have been a forty or fifty. It, he had a few of those where did, it, it was just looked like he's just he's a step slow for
0: him. He doesn't look like he has near the same. Elusiveness, explosion, or top-end speed that he had a year ago,
1: and it's. I think it's it's carrying. Maybe he's nicked up, and and he's carrying. He's carrying. I think ten pounds of bad weight that he could probably trim off and put on some good muscle with. I and so that's the other
0: thing I wrote wrote, because the first thing I wrote down was heavy. Second thing I wrote down was I. I, you know, you said there's got to be something that we don't know. I think I mean the guy's got a leg brace. Or a knee brace. Mm-hmm. He's got that little arm thing that looks like it's a shoulder. Th- like, yeah. I wonder how hurt he really is. Yeah. Because when you're hurt, every there's a domino effect of of how that impacts you as a player. It's you know when you're hurt, you're probably gonna be less apt to want to run because yeah.
1: you're when you're hurt, you don't want to get hit as much, especially young young. It, when you're young and hurt, it's a it's you. You haven't learned to manage it. And you're not physically as strong as you are when you're older and hurt. And and when you get hurt, all of a sudden, like there's an element of
0: you got hurt pretty young in your career. Not like catastrophic, but you broke your arm. Broke all my arm stuff. after my. You myself. had a bad I'm back more. for a while, but yeah. like for me, you know. So my first big injury was when I dislocated my shoulder my senior year of high school. I thought I was Superman. I'm done, but like the thought of you, like the thought of like. Going into games, we like, oh, I could get hurt. I never thought about that, ever. No. And you know what? When you get hurt, there's a lot of things that happen. You, you All of a sudden, it's almost like you become more aware of everything. And, it, and what it did for me is it made me want to squeeze the game even more. And not we, in a good way. And not you, in a good way. You
1: become aware of everything in
0: a bad way. In a bad way. And you squeeze the game to the point where you don't want to let it go. Because when you get hurt, it, it messes with you. Yeah. And when you're – I just wonder if he – you know, he hurt his shoulder in high school. He hurts his knee last year. He hurt his knee again this year. If there's a part of him that is like – this is over the top. Like, I, I wonder if a, a part of his thought is like, get through the game so we can play again next week. And when you're not, and, and so I, I just think he doesn't have that same, you know, we talk about running with conviction, all that stuff. Well, a lot of that stuff could get
1: circled back to him being injured. And then what being injured does to your mind? I, I think there's gotta be some of that. It, it's a little bit injured. It's a little bit weight. And it's a little bit, he had, let's not hide behind that. There was a lot of expectations. And when you don't live up to him, it start, you start. You know, it's the old quicksand thing, right? Yes, all the more sudden, you try, the worse it gets. He's had a little bit of that too, so I, I it, think that it's it's a combination.
0: It's a combination of like ten things. It's like uh, no no, receiver no receivers, reserves. running back uncertainty for a lot of the year. Line O-line was line not shaky as good. to start the year. Uh, ex- Heisman expectations. People also have a year of film on him that yeah. they didn't have a year ago. Uh, like it, I feel like a bunch of different things can be true at once, yeah. and and you mix all that up, and you got a pretty disappointing season for Adrian Martinez.
1: Yeah, and so you know, I told I told some people this after the game. I go, you know, they're talking about quarterback controversies, and I go, look, I go, in my mind, it's like if we don't have receivers, and all we can do for the next three years is, you know, have to manufacture things with handoffs and quarterback runs. You know what? Then you can play a McCaffrey or a Vedro right now because they're they maybe do that better right now a little bit. That's a, yeah. But but Martinez is a better passer right now. Now, if he doesn't improve his accuracy over the next two years, it's like, well, then maybe I'll retract that statement. But as I see it now, I, I watch the other guys throw and I'm just like, well, they don't no, they don't look the same when they throw the ball as Martinez does. Right. So I, I still feel confident that Martinez needs to be the guy why he's here. Unless I see those other guys make a jump in their passing game, and Martinez doesn't show improvement, but I also like Martinez is a sophomore. He like his two best years should be the next two years. years. So I'm not writing off Martinez, but I am. I think I need to, as a Martinez defender, for the first time acknowledge like you know, along with we're talking about coaches need to grow. Like Martinez needs to do. He needs to improve a lot of things. Big now. Quarterback competition. I, here's what's weird about that is.
0: Yeah, because let's get into uh, that. if just all, because this is a.
1: I, I kind of always think every position is up for grabs anyway every year. Like even though he's quarterback, he's your guy. That he should still be the guy. And you know what? If somebody's better than him in practice, like then that guy should be the guy. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, I don't know. I guess is the quarterback quote unquote competition open competition? Does that just mean that? You have to address that for the media. See, that's where I'm. I'll be really, really interested in how this is portrayed publicly. That's what I mean. Is is it only the messaging different, or does that just mean like, well, every like McCaffrey and Martinez share number one reps versus Martinez would normally take. And more. what's interesting though is like we're just because who started
0: the the game? Martinez was out. Vedral. Vedral did. And I don't know that Vedrul's
1: not so, over Mar- uh, so, McCaffrey. So still. that's the other
0: thing: is people just have like bypassed Vedrul
1: because this McCaffrey thing. Luke has Luke. Luke's got Luke the factor. Luke has him.
0: captivated that. Like I'm just. It feels like a lot of Husker Nation has made up their minds and
1: anointed that guy. You, you know they. And that's just a scary thing. Husker Nation does this though, and they and this is another. This is another. I, I always like to caution people: as they. They decide somebody something before they've done anything of the sort. Right. And,
0: and that's my thing with like McCaffrey. It's, it's like, like he might be he looks I lo- like he I love the his, and I really like him.
1: I love his like, guts as a freshman so to come much. out to even be able to go out there and execute yes. is it it shows a lot of cojones and a lot of frickin' guts and he, he clearly has a sense for how to play football. Those are the guys I want on my team. Right. Right. But yet like I haven't seen him physically be ready to play a full game to run the ball a lot, to I've never seen him throw a pass in the pocket. So those three things tell me like, you better just, give that guy three years to to develop, because I, I haven't seen him he doesn't look like he's physically ready.
0: I just think there there's so many different analogies. I can give you like I'll give you two quick. Like they're just are so I see this all the time in sports to make it like I see this all the time in sports talk radio. Don't don't confuse a guy that someone that's a good guest for 10 minutes once a week for being able to carry a show as a host five days a week. Yep. 300 for 52 weeks a year. Yep. Okay. But people make that mistake all the time. Oh, he's great during football season for 10 minutes. So let's give him a show for any, and all of a sudden you find out, Oh God. Yeah. Or even just you're good for one show. Well, guess what? Tomorrow's Tuesday, and you got to do it all over again. And then there's Wednesday, and then there's Thursday, and then there's Friday, and then guess what? you got to do it all over again the next week. Or you'll see it and like, don't confuse uh, a guest host on SNL that's good in one skit yeah. for being, like, he could be a cast member.
1: It be our primetime guy. He could be yeah.
0: the, the – fu- it's like there's a difference between doing it one time and doing it great, and being an every single yeah, I day mean,
1: guy. Here's what's funny. He's like, people are on Martinez for the, you know, his body of work. Not the six really good plays a game he makes. or the, It's like the body of work. And so McCaffrey's only got to come in and make a couple splash plays. You know, got to make a couple drives in right. one game versus not as good opponent. Like, right. you want to go play Ohio State, McCaffrey? You know, like he was not ready for that. Yeah,
0: again, Beau, it go, it, we got to circle back to what you and I talked about right here a couple months ago. It is my sunglasses theory. Yeah. It is to go all rated X on people. It's why phone sex works for people is because people fill that unknown void in their head with the
1: best case scenario. Yeah, it, and it's, so you—it's just—it's like the cart, it's just, the cart before the horse. See, yeah. On it, it's just like it's, I'm not
0: anti. Like, do, do I think there probably needs to be an open competition? Yeah, I, I probably do because uh, because also the other thing with all this stuff is for everything we just said. Adrian Martinez, as the starting quarterback, has won four games and five games, and mm-hmm. all and and. and I, I, you know, if Mario Verduzco is here, he'd say you can't pen it all on one guy. But like ultimately, that's kind of how the, that's kind of the nature of the position. And obviously, who you're having under center isn't yielding big results. Is it all his fault? No, but ultimately, that's kind of how it goes too. Like, I, I, I don't know how you could after two years feel like, yep, everything is just rock solid. Make sure you, you run it back exactly as it is. But I also, with all that said, as I speak out of both sides of my mouth, I just, quarterback battles can get messy and make things tough on everyone. And I just, you know, there's so many scenarios that play in my head. What if, I mean, if Frost comes to the podium before spring ball or if he gets asked about it in his recruiting press conference in December, my guess is he'll have a non-answer for it, which I wouldn't touch it if you don't have to if he announces quarterback competitions wide open i just man that that makes things pretty interesting for all of the spring and i wonder what it does to everyone
1: i mean here's here's a a really outside the the box thought well let's say for some reason he loses the job. Well, then we might lose him.
0: I, that, okay, I didn't let me want to ask you: Who, who there. do you
1: want? Like, if you have a choice right now, who do you take?
0: I, 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 I don't want to. I, <laughs> I don't want to uh, conjure up a, a a situation that isn't real yet. But who's to say? And I don't. I, I like Adrian doesn't strike me as this kind of a guy. Who's to say that if Scott Frost sits the quarterbacks down and says, "Guys," Competitions open in, in the spring. Who's to say Jim Martinez goes? Well, I'm out of here then.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't think he'd be out of here. I, I think he'd be out of here if he lost it, potentially. So he
0: would do what Jebbia did.
1: Yeah, it's a, so. He'd, he, if, if he, he would you, lose
0: it the week before the.
1: Yeah, he's got a redshirt year. So I mean, he, he for him it's like he wants to play quarterback and he's got a high ceiling. If he if he's not going to play quarterback at Nebraska, like he's a good enough player that Nick he's not going to sit in the bench for three years
0: Well, I guess that's
1: to a, a younger guy, potentially like what's the be- Why would he do that? I
0: guess. And, and you can sit here and uh, you know, I'm sure there's people listening to be like, if that's how soft you are, then you don't aren't ready for the jets. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I don't know. Here, here's the thing. It's different. I think when you are a real talent, which he is, and I'm just saying it's different when it's not your life. Yeah,
0: that's the thing that kills me. with All these people. It's like you're not the one that has to go through it. Like you, you can sit there and and again, I'm always like we're all appra- just like how Frost is always going to be very sensitive because of of what happened and getting pulled and all that stuff and all yeah. like. So what happens in your life shapes how you view things. I transferred. Yeah. You, if you want to say that, you didn't want to, you didn't want to have to battle Mario Chalmers and Russell Robinson and Brandon Rush to play, so you took the easy way out and left. It's like, okay, yeah, if you want to say that, that's fine. But at the end of the day, I wanted to play because it was my life.
1: That that's and you have a difference.
0: shelf life of time that you are guaranteed to play.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a difference between I got hard feelings against the program and my feelings are hurt. Your feelings weren't hurt at all. Not man. at all. You I'm love just... you loved Kansas. And you still you keep in contact with people from Kansas like you never left because yes. that's how it felt. Right. Yours was simply I want to go play. I want to
0: play. And and so, but what I'm saying is, and this is why I remember you and I got into a what bar were we at? Uh, uh, the the one you go down in Lincoln. Me, you, and and our buddy Willie, we got into an argument over Jebia, the Starlight
1: Lounge. Starlight.
0: Me and you got into a drop an argument about the Jebia thing, where oh. it's like. At the end of the day, what Jebbia did was bullshit. Leaving, you know, it's like if you like to me,
1: you got to leave before the you got to leave before the season starts.
0: But at the same time, I understand. Like, even though it's it's BS, I understand why he was doing it because it like sometimes you do have to be selfish and sometimes you do have to think about your situation. And so I know we're getting way in the weeds here with this quarterback situation, but listen, that's a. I'm glad you brought it up because in my mind. I was out when I was on the flight home last night. I was thinking about the quarterback situation. I'm like, is there
1: a scenario here where Adrian Martinez leaves? Let let's hope that's that never gets there. And th- and that's why I don't know. I mean, I, I like open competition the thought of it cuz it it sounds good, but it's also that position uh I'm just unless I'm, it's unless it's right there. So like you know, I I've, I've been I remember in 07, it was Gans versus Keller and they said it was open competition and it felt more like they wanted Keller and Gans probably outplayed him and he did and he was a better quarterback and he showed it later on but Gans was going to transfer and we like we campaigned him not to mm-hmm. like immediately like, yeah, the after the players you guys The share- players talked to him and said don't transfer like trust me like they'll if so, we will need you here you'll have a chance eventually like who knows what's going to happen right and um the same thing is like I think it would be a shame if we if we let you know. I, I don't know what we're gonna learn from spring ball. I don't either. necessarily it, like. I, I, I still I don't, don't wanna... see a scenario that Martinez isn't our guy. I don't really see it. And if we want to, if we want to set him up to fail, like he might leave. But I think if we set him up to win, it's like you let him try knowing that somebody that we if we think is good is young and waiting in the wings. Then you let him, like Martinez would have to fail during the season and then you insert the next guy. And then it's probably like, all right, you had your you two had, and a half you, you years. You had
0: two and a half years to That's take his like position. I,
1: I feel like his story isn't written yet and he needs – he probably needs just, another one to show yeah. who he is.
0: the 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 quarterback position is so different than every other position because only one guy can play too. Yeah. Because as much as we're focusing on one guy, who's to say that if Frost says Martinez is the guy, what does Luke do?
1: Oh, Luke's Luke's got. See, here's the thing with Luke though. He's gonna. Have, it's gonna be his freshman year next year. Sophomore year, he would have freshman year was this year. Retired though. So he'll Did be he a red him. shirt, yeah. So he played, he played four games, got his red shirt to keep. So he'll have, he'll have four more seasons starting next year. So for Luke, he's got time, and he'll get a chance to develop. I mean, that's not a problem. And Bedroll's a Nebraska Bedrill kid. just
0: seems like the company guy. Like he the, is. It, like he's like.
1: That's why he's here, though. Right. He's like, a Nebraska whatever, kid. Like. He'll be the backup, the true backup, and it's really McCaffrey. McCaffrey's young enough now that I, I think. It, the smart play, I think, is to just let Luke develop and have Luke be the next guy. Vedril's still our sort of our backup guy. Um, the company guy. i like that. I like, <laughs> yeah. The company man, Vedril. So you have three good, you know, pretty good quarterbacks. But Adrian is your high ceiling guy that I'm not, I would not write him off yet. I would not, I would not try to get somebody else. I would not try, like, because you can kind of manufacture what you want as a coach. I watched, yeah. I watched I watched the manufacturer Sam Keller into being the starter because he had the the Arizona State, he had a great game, game against, against USC, USC yeah. and they thought this guy is the answer. He looked the part, he talked the part, his just his game was just it was just okay. It didn't have the it Gans had the it factor. So
0: I I don't know. I just it, it'll be I I'm I'm fascinated with how Frost publicly Speaks about the the position.
1: I think people want a quarterback, an open competition. Um, I think the the fans want. It. So I think here's what Frost has to. This is going to be part of big picture how he handles this program. It's going to be very important because he needs to. He's he needs the, like, to win Martinez. Like he needs to help Martinez get his swagger back with with the public as well as make sure that the team is on board with what's happening. Because if they feel like somebody's better than him, he might lose the team. If he doesn't – he also doesn't want to lose – like he doesn't want the fans to be against it either too, See, you know? That's,
0: a, that's the thing. I mean
1: it's, – It's kind of there, a fine I'm line. I'm telling you, there's a
0: lot – like this is a layered – because if he comes out in strong support of Martinez and is like he's our guy, no doubt about it – like. Th- that'll almost like work against Martinez with the fans, agreed, so which m- is weird, so it's like in an in an effort to boost Martinez's confidence publicly, he'll slide him under the microscope
1: of criticism even more with the fans, yeah, so it, what's weird is not just talking about this to say open competition would almost help Martinez get fan support back which might help but it also that's a that's a tough message from for Martinez from his coach that you your, went from high coach oh, yeah yeah that your coach isn't saying you're still my guy it's saying you got to prove it which maybe that's what he needs I, <laughs> I don't know that that's not what he needs I'm just I don't I'm, know. Just, I mean, that, talking, a, I'm just talking I'm just right. talking out loud kind of just as we're doing this I'm like I, I don't know what the, right, know answer what the right answer
0: is totally either because the one thing I do know is like he wasn't good enough this year yeah what what around him wasn't what was around Martinez wasn't great but he wasn't like with with how he played this year that's a guy that
1: that type of quarterbacking is not good enough to win a conference championship no especially with with what's around him he had to be he had to be great this year.
0: Well, and with how this program's built and how this offense is built, you need your quarterback to be dynamite. And yeah. he's not, he wasn't that. So it just it is you, you amazing. Know,
1: he need like for this offense, the more you watch it, the more you realize you need those matchups where we get the extra guy, where we run the quarterback, and he just keep they they just get those plays where that that one-up guy, that scramble. That quick decision, that quick run, like all those things that, that the quarterback has to do in that offense, like that 's got to be better because that 's what this offense is based on right this specific offense needs him to do those things better, and he 's got to do them better
0: I, I, it'll be the the Martinez season is uh, just the whole year is fascinating i mean I am shocked. Like, I don't, I don't, a lot of people throw out that word loosely and and like, and they'll throw it out just all the time. Like, and they're not truly shocked. Like I am shocked at how this season went for Adrian Martinez.
1: I am too, because this isn't, and this is why I think we're probably both arguing, even though we like Luke McCaffrey, why we are arguing against him right now is because what Martinez has done is last year. He did show us. He showed us on the field what he's capable of where we're like, wow. Yes. This guy's a freshman. He did that. like he was awesome. And this year it was just not as good. But so we're not defending a guy that has never shown it. Not just like, hey, this is a good recruit and we hope one day he's good. Like he has been good. So I'm gonna defend a guy who has shown me before he can do it. I'm not going to defend a guy that has never shown me. That's the difference. If Martinez has never shown me, this was his first year, open competition, I don't even want to, yeah, it's, it's not, not, a not even a discussion. But the fact is he showed he was special and he had rare skills. So I'm going to defend that, and that's why I, I, I think it's important to, to give him every opportunity possible to succeed. Because the coaches can do that. You, uh, coaches can give you more opportunities I, that's part of being a coach
0: and then and then the hard part about all this is that we don't know what the team dynamics are like i don't know what how the rest of the team views adrian martinez i think it's favorably he was he's a captain i think it's fine i don't know how people view luke mccaffrey i i don't know i, I, know. I you know i i don't know how any of that is and ultimately all that stuff kind of matters too because I mean, if if you know it is as much as it's kind of weak minded when people feel like someone's the coach, you know, I could, is there a, a scenario in my head where I can, I could manufacture that? Like some people on the, on the team feel like, oh man, Martinez is frost golden boy. And he gets all these second chance. Like,
1: yeah, maybe, but I, I that I, doesn't seem to be the case because he takes all the criticism too. And I think they realize like, Hey man, this guy's taking a lot of heat. You know, he's taking a lot of criticism um, and they pick apart every little thing he does where, but he still gets thrown out there. What's that? He still, he still has
0: the, like, he, he, the reason I bring the goal is that he, the, the people pick him apart, but Frost always backs him and Frost, and then he always has the job. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm
0: just, I'm just trying to like, th- that's, I'm just, people want to make this really simple and it's not.
1: No, this isn't that simple. I, I, and I, I, I like things that are simple. So I, I almost don't like that. I don't even know how I feel about it. I really don't. I don't
0: either. That's right. Like Like we're
1: talking about this, and every time I talk about it, I'm like, well, open competition, no. I don't know. Either
0: way, I'm equally uncomfortable with either direction. I'm I'm uncomfortable with being like, you cannot have an open competition. It's gotta be Martinez. Then I'm like, yeah, man, that guy did not play good and he won four games and five games and that's not but then I'm like, you got to have an open competition. I'm like, man, that makes things messy. I'll tell you, you what. Like-
1: uh, my, my gut keeps telling me not having Adrian Martinez be my quarterback is a bad thing. So that's what it tells me. Like, uh, In the end, after all this talk we've had, I still don't know the proper way to handle it, but I know the most uncomfortable I feel is if that guy's not my quarterback next year. That's all I can tell you. That guy we need I think we need that guy to be our quarterback. I just don't time. I mean cuz like I'm with you on that but
0: the the reality is that I just don't if I were if I were to disagree with that what am I basing that on?
1: I don't no. Couple of I throws. guess that's my point. Couple of with, throws. With this
0: whole thing is like
1: well, maybe Vedrill's number two. Do you, do
0: you want Vedrill? Do you want, like, what are you, like, we have a bigger sample size with Vedrill than McCaffrey, but everybody wants it to be McCaffrey.
1: Vedral's the number two. That's like, what, it, that's the thing. Like, he's the backup. McCaffrey is third string. So I'm just, uh, you know, that's the hard part about this
0: is like, I know what I have with Martinez. There are elements of it that I really am like, like you pointed out, he showed some stuff last year. You're like, damn, that guy's good. But then there are elements of it that like, he, he struggled this year really, really bad. But I also, you know, it's the whole thing of like, you know, what's behind, what's in the mystery box, and some people's they want to choose, they, that they want the mystery box. Yeah. And my thing is like, man, there's just Husker fans have been prone to the mystery box for 20 years, whether it's a coach, a coordinator, or a quarterback. They always will take what they don't know, yeah, assume uh, the best, it's and the run bird, with it. bird
1: in the hand or two in the bush, and I, I take the bird in the hand every time. And there's just a whole lot of that. We'll take. Well, hey, let's is that try where that. that
0: phrase. Comes from? is that a hunting phrase or what is that? That's like, uh, like, a phrase. I don't I, know. I, I don't know I, I've heard that before. But it's a
1: bird in the hand or two in the bush. And I I, I think there's too much of that. Hey, we, we don't we know what we got, but maybe it's better if we go there. But that position, like you you once you drop a guy from quarterback, I, I think that's a sight. It does something. I, there's just a
0: part of me that's like I I don't. I don't. It's hard for me to envision a scenario where you open up the competition and like. I mean, maybe it'd be the best thing that ever happened to Martinez, but
1: it's just. I, I, don't, I, don't,
0: know. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know.
1: I mean, I think he just needs. He needs to just. He needs to have an off season. I mean, an off season where he gets. He needs to get healthy. He needs to lose. I think he needs to lose ten to fifteen pounds and get get stronger and
0: fast. work on
1: his quickness and lose a little weight. And maybe those things will give him more confidence where he just all of a sudden it, he gets pissed off. And, and that's the one thing I, I will say. He looked like at the end of the year he was starting to get a little pissed off with things.
0: Yeah, you brought that up last week. Last thing on the quarterbacks. And I actually thought it it was on Big word of Reaction. It was uh, Robbie Lula was, was co-hosting with Damon. Robbie had a really interesting point on this. Because Damon and him got into the play calling, we talked about a little bit how like the play calling felt different when when McCaffrey or Vedril was in as opposed to when Martinez was in, and the point Ravi made was Frost knows who McCaffrey is, and when you know someone is, you also know what they can't do mm-hmm. so you call plays accordingly to suit their strengths and minimize their weaknesses. I think one of maybe the issues is, could be that Frost thinks he knows who Martinez is, but maybe he doesn't fully know who, Mar- who Martinez is from the standpoint of like, he thinks Martinez can do it all, so he, he gives it all to him and opens up the playbook and has him does do all these things. And he and he struggled with it a little bit. Because I do think there is a more concerted, focused identity when those other guys are at quarterback as to po- as opposed to like but, when...
1: But that's by necessity. They have to run it majority of the time. They have to and that, quarterback...
0: And yeah, and that's twofold. Like,
1: So th- that's why we almost looked good and crisp because we had no other options. Because it's a crystal clear
0: yeah. path of what needs to happen. But
1: I, I don't think... So, long so long term success, it's hard to do. That's what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying
0: is, it can look the, the crystal clear path of what you need to do can look good in the moment, but have issues moving down the road because you become a little super one little dimensional. One-dimensional. The, the problem with Martinez is, yeah, he provides more of that true dual threat, but maybe he's not in this year, and whether it's the receivers or whatever, he wasn't as good in a lot of the other areas of the playbook that they allowed Martinez to use and not the other guys. And so it's just, I think there's a lot, there's a lot in it for Martinez or for frost as
1: well. It's funny though. You see a guy like urban Meyer who I, I, I trust his opinion over everybody's. I mean, the guy has got an unbelievable mind. He's seen it all. And you know, he thinks highly of Martinez. He watched him play. like, the guy really like he, he really is a dual threat. Like he ran well last year and he had good receivers. He was throwing it all over the field. So like he's shown he can do it. The issue with him is like what what's gotten in the way? Like we, we gotta find all those things. And there's there's multiple things. He's gotta find those things and he's gotta start addressing them. You, you got and you, you 'cause he can't go into another year because he's lost his mojo sort of publicly and that, that makes it a little bit harder to sort of get it back but so he needs to get off to a good start next year because I don't know that there's a you know he's got a whole nother year of struggle left in him I, I don't think that that doesn't work well I mean no. with quarterbacks one season of struggle is usually what you get and then it's got to be a rebound year otherwise your team might start losing confidence totally all right that'll do it for part
0: one of the Recap Podcast. Uh, Bo Root and I, we we went for three hours, so we wanted to break this up a little bit. Uh, Figured this was a good time to to take a, a break. Make sure you keep it locked on the pod and be on the lookout for part two, which is going to drop tomorrow. Part two, we dive into a bunch of interesting stuff. We get into recruiting. What are the top three positions that need to be addressed in recruiting? We get into what does Frost need to work on himself throughout the offseason. We get into winter conditioning, and Bo tells us why that's important. And then we also dive into Tommy Frazier's tweet, got to be in critical of Scott Frost and our reaction to that. That's all coming up on part two. Of the recap podcast, which will drop tomorrow. In the meantime, subscribe to the pod, give it a rating, give it a review. Really appreciate everybody listening. Keep it locked for part two of the pod coming
1: up. Our Parkville Media Production.